It's time for a bedtime story. Today's bedtime story is Dragon's Breath by Dr. Dawn Menge. Join King Teddy Bear as he seeks out the answer to his kingdom's mysterious black smoke. It's his job to protect his villagers and help them to thrive. The once beautiful gardens and crops are now withering and his precious villagers are saddened and fearful. How can the mighty king solve this for those he loves? Dragon's Breath by Dr. Don Menge. Once upon a time, King Teddy and Queen Giggles shared a magical life together filled with love and adventure. They traveled far and wide within their kingdom, sharing this magical life and writing down their tales to share with the school children of their kingdom. But sadly, it wasn't always so for them. For many years, they lived separately in different worlds. There was an evilness that surrounded their kingdom that kept them apart and it filled their hearts with sadness. They both dreamed of one day being together and gaining their power back from the darkness that had entered their lives and kept them apart. Many years before King Teddy had befriended an aging dragon, the dragon pretended to be good and caring and she went around the kingdom of quails, telling stories to the villagers, convincing them to follow her. She told them she had magical powers and would help them grow bigger and better crops. The villagers were filled with hope from the dragon's promises and they all did what she said. King Teddy gave the dragon food and a nice cave to live in for all her help with the villagers. He wanted his people to be successful and to thrive. One day, King Teddy introduced the dragon to Queen Giggles. The king wanted the queen and the dragon to be friends as they were both trying to help the villagers. Queen Giggles tried to be friends with the dragon, but the dragon was very mean and said, I will never let the king know happiness unless he is with me. The dragon became angrier and angrier as she realized how much the king loved his queen. He was devoted to her and this made the dragon feel left out. And she was afraid he would stop making her so important in the kingdom of quails. The dragon was not powerful enough to blow fire in her anger, but when she huffed and puffed, big bellows of black smoke came out of her nostrils Late at night, the dragon would huff and puff and blow smoke all over the kingdom of quails. In the daytime, the dragon would continue to tell her stories of hope and convince the villagers that she was there to help them through the smoke. The black smoke soon covered all the crops and flowers and cast a darkness around the kingdom that made the king queen and villagers very sad and hopeless. 
The flowers stopped blooming and the birds could not sing through the deep, dark smoke. King Teddy and Queen Giggles were, became so sad and hopeless. They lived in different parts of the kingdom of quails. They did not know what to do to make everything better. They did not know how to solve the mystery of the deep darkness that the smoke brought to the kingdom. One dark and sad night, the king was wandering around his kingdom, sick with worry for his once beautiful kingdom, and he missed his queen. He suddenly heard very strange noises coming from the field of crops. It was some sort of breathing, a strangled huffing and puffing. The king slowly and carefully followed the sound. He came upon the dragon blowing her deep dark smoke on the crops of food that the villagers were trying to grow. It's you dragon, you are the creature that is spreading the darkness on my once beautiful kingdom and preventing my villages from thriving. How could you do this? I believed in you and I thought you were here to help my villagers not hurt them. It makes me very angry that you and Queen Giggles are so happy together. I'm never going to let that happen. I do not want you to be happy without me, the dragon said through the dark smoke. It is not okay for you to hurt other people because you are angry. That is not how we treat each other in the kingdom of quails. You need to leave and never come back. You are vanquished from my kingdom forever, King Teddy demanded as he pointed for the dragon to leave. The dragon put her head down and her tail between her legs and plodded away from the kingdom. She was never heard from again. The kingdom of quails soon returned to its beautiful self. The flowers bloomed, the birds sang their melodies, crops grew and flourished and the stars sparked brightly each night. Queen Giggles and King Teddy could be seen walking hand in hand along the orange sand beach at night after spending their days ruling their lands and living in their castle all covered in red roses. The end. I love that story. Should we repeat it again? Once upon a time, King Teddy and Queen Giggles shared a magical life together filled with love and adventure. They traveled far and wide within their kingdom, sharing this magical life and writing down their tales to share with the school children of their kingdom. But sadly, it wasn't always so for them. For many years, they lived separately in different worlds. There was an evilness that surrounded their kingdom that kept them apart and it filled their hearts with sadness. They both dreamed of one day being together and gaining their power back from the darkness that had entered their lives and kept them apart. Many years before King Teddy had befriended an aging dragon, the dragon pretended to be good and caring and she went around the kingdom of quails, telling stories to the villagers, convincing them to follow her. She told them she had magical powers and would help them grow bigger and better crops. The villagers were filled with hope from the dragon's promises and they all did what she said. King Teddy gave the dragon food and a nice cave to live in for all her help with the villagers. 
He wanted his people to be successful and to thrive. One day, King Teddy introduced the dragon to Queen Giggles. The king wanted the queen and the dragon to be friends as they were both trying to help the villagers. Queen Giggles tried to be friends with the dragon, but the dragon was very mean and said, I will never let the king know happiness unless he is with me. The dragon became angrier and angrier as she realized how much the king loved his queen. He was devoted to her and this made the dragon feel left out. And she was afraid he would stop making her so important in the kingdom of quails. The dragon was not powerful enough to blow fire in her anger, but when she huffed and puffed, big bellows of black smoke came out of her nostrils. Late at night, the dragon would huff and puff and blow smoke all over the kingdom of quails. In the daytime, the dragon would continue to tell her stories of hope and convince the villagers that she was there to help them through the smoke. The black smoke soon covered all the crops and flowers and cast a darkness around the kingdom that made the king, queen, and villagers very sad and hopeless. The flowers stopped blooming and the birds could not sing through the deep, dark smoke. King Teddy and Queen Giggles were, became so sad and hopeless. They lived in different parts of the kingdom of quails. They did not know what to do to make everything better. They did not know how to solve the mystery of the deep darkness that the smoke brought to the kingdom. One dark and sad night, the king was wandering around his kingdom, sick with worry for his once beautiful kingdom, and he missed his queen. He suddenly heard very strange noises coming from the field of crops. It was some sort of breathing, a strangled huffing and puffing. The king slowly and carefully followed the sound. He came upon the dragon blowing her deep dark smoke on the crops of food that the villagers were trying to grow. It's you, dragon. You are the creature that is spreading the darkness on my once beautiful kingdom and preventing my villages from thriving. How could you do this? I believed in you and I thought you were here to help my villagers not hurt them. It makes me very angry that you and Queen Giggles are so happy together. I'm never going to let that happen. I do not want you to be happy without me the dragon said through the dark smoke. It is not okay for you to hurt other people because you are angry. That is not how we treat each other in the kingdom of quails. You need to leave and never come back. You are vanquished from my kingdom forever, King Teddy demanded as he pointed for the dragon to leave. The dragon put her head down and her tail between her legs and plodded away from the kingdom she was never heard from again. The kingdom of quails soon returned to its beautiful self. The flowers bloomed, the birds sang their melodies, crops grew and flourished, and the stars sparked brightly each night. Queen Giggles and King Teddy could be seen walking hand in hand 
along the orange sand beach at night after spending their days ruling their lands and living in their castle all covered in red roses. The end. So that was Dawn Mund with her fabulous book, The Dragon's Breath. And I'm pleased to say that Dawn joined us today. So welcome, Dawn. I thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Oh, it's a really, really great story. So what inspired you to write this tale? Um, uh, it was just kind of some things were happening in my life. And uh, my friend and I, we were actually taking a drive and it just like popped into both of our heads and we talked about it during the drive. And we came up with this, this story. And it's basically about not hurting other people when you feel angry or jealous or, you know, there's lots of room for everyone. Yeah. And it's just kind of a little, a little lesson in the story about just being nice to people. There's something about dragons as well, though, isn't there? They're actually, you know, secretly beautiful and quite soft, as I think, underneath, aren't they? Yes. Yes. <laughs> So this isn't your first book and you've written many titles. Can you tell us all about the other books you've written? Yes, I have an educational adventure series that I started writing um, many, many years ago. And it's based on my real life and my real adventures and the real people that are in my life. And it's about um, Queen Vernita and she travels around her kingdom and she goes to different areas and learns about the areas. So for each month of the year, she has a new friend and a new subject that she learns about. And then there's seven facts. Um, the books are pre-K to sixth grade and they cover New Orleans and Alaska and um, Mexico, the coastline of California, uh, Kona, Hawaii, we talk about volcanoes and swimming with sharks and all sorts of things. And everything in my in the books are things I've actually done in my life. I was going so, to say, have you traveled to these places? Yes, I have. And my most recent uh, book that I published was in May. And it was it's called Queen Bernita's Magical Christmas Train Ride. And it's pre-K. And so it's based on a train ride that my family took. There was 19 of us. And we went from um, Arizona to the Grand Canyon and then we went on the Polar Express so it's wow. all about like, Santa Claus and all of that and then I have one right now that um, we're just doing the edits on and it's about a camping trip we always go up to a beach and we go Lovely. camping and it talks about flying kites and camping and making s'mores so it in all of my books encourage going outside and exploring and learning new things and in fact I did an interview last week and I learned something that I did not know because authors don't get to hear the impact that their books have on people. Yeah, Most of the time, you don't, you don't know. You don't even yeah. know if anybody's reading your books unless yeah, they tell you. Yeah. So I was doing an interview for someone in St. Louis and he said that before he did the interview, his friend was telling him that she knew who I was because my books were in the library. Oh. I didn't know that. And that she actually got a second job so that she could take her and her son out traveling and learning the things that were in my book. In your books. That's beautiful. Really, yes. really lovely. So you've had great success with, with all your books and you've won 41 international awards. Can you tell us more about those? Uh, yes, it's just something I, you know, that I was doing, um, submitting my books, you know, and 
what I've done recently is I've started submitting um, my book trailers, my books into film festivals just wow. to try something different. And so I actually started winning some of the, those awards. I won um, the Special Recognition Champion Award from the Conquering Disabilities Film Festival. And we're gonna go out there um, in July and go to the ceremonies and it's so, so it's really exciting. But then I uh, entered one of my book trailers into one that was in France. It's called Beyond the Borders, I think it was called. Um, yeah. And I, it was a fi- I was a finalist in that. So um, yeah, it's a whole new area and maybe hopefully someday someone will pick up my books and make a new, um, a new yeah, series. Make, make a kid series. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, so that would be exciting. <laughs> really exciting. So are there any other works in progress then doing at, doing at the moment? Uh, yes. I'm just getting the, the camping, uh, Queen Bernita sleeps by the fiery camps, fiery, the Sandy Fireside. <laughs> See, I know the name. Um, <laughs> and and I fin- we just finished uh, writing a book on Tucson, Arizona. It's on the desert. And then it's on one of my favorite bed and breakfast there. And that one will be sixth grade. And we're working on the illustrations for that. And so I published, I think, five this year while we've been in our quarantine. Wow, that's that's incredible, isn't it? Really incredible. So I noticed you have a co-author on this book, um, Judith Mashalea. Can you tell us a little bit about Judith? Uh, Judy uh, has been my, she was my assistant in my classroom. I teach students with moderate to severe disabilities. Oh, and okay. she, right when I started teaching, she became um, my assistant. And she stayed with me for almost 20 years. So we became really good friends. And of course, we do a lot of talking together. And we came up with this story together. Oh, that's lovely, isn't it? That you've, you stayed great friends. Are you going to do any more work together with Judy? Um, probably not. This was just something we actually wrote like three years ago. And I just had the opportunity to publish it. Ah, oh, lovely, lovely. Oh, well, Dawn, it's been lovely talking to you today. So I just wanted to clarify pre-k for for the, anyone listening in the uk is pre-kindergarten isn't it is it kindergarten like toddlers preschool yeah it's right? preschool yeah. and this book would probably go up to like six or seven year olds yeah yeah brilliant yeah so for our listeners today if they want to buy the book or have any questions about the book how can they get in contact with you well i have a facebook don menge one I have an Instagram, Don Menge. I have a Twitter, Queen Vernita. I also have a website, Dr. Don Menge. And my books are also under my publisher, Rushmore Press. Um, and so you can email me and I have an email, Queen Vernita's Visitors at yahoo.com. So any way you wanna contact me, that's perfectly fine. Oh, fantastic. Well, I wish you all the best with your future titles and wish you all the best for the future. Oh, wonderful. Have a great day. Bedtime Stories is sponsored by Team Author UK, independent publishers. If you have a fabulous story to tell, get in touch, as they excel at helping writers just like you. Visit their website at www.teamauthoruk.co.uk or on their social media platforms at Team Author UK.